Welcome to the Run Culture Podcast. My name is Dane Verway. I'm an experienced runner and running physiotherapist. I created this podcast not only so I had an excuse to talk running each and every week, something that I love to do, but more importantly, this podcast gives me the opportunity to interview fellow runners, friends and health professionals in a relaxed and easygoing format. This podcast is designed for the everyday runner, so we can all live, learn, grow and enjoy everything there is to running together. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another Run Culture podcast episode. Today I've got something a little bit different, so I'm very lucky to be joined by three very good friends uh, today. So I'll introduce the three of them today. And then we'll talk about what we've got planned. So first of all, I've got Dion Finocciario, a 2.21.07 marathoner, uh, head coach of the Evolve Run Club. He's also sporting a very amazing beard at the moment. Um, uh, and I'll, I'll let him go into the list of his achievements a bit further. Um, then I've also got John Dutton on the show. John Dutton's a 2.25.26 marathoner. Uh, he's a full-time labourer, father of two. Um, he's actually number seven on the all-time fastest 50k times by an Australian with a 259.19. Um, and that time holds a bit of relevance with what we're about to talk about. And I've also got Craig Appleby, um, who's a multiple Puffing Billy winner, um, Aussie World Junior Cross Country representative, 65-minute, 32 half marathoner, 29.57 10k guy, and 2.22 marathoner, and just an all-round good bloke. So welcome to the show, um, you three. Thanks, Dan. All right, so Thanks, um, why have I brought you guys onto the show? It's a very good question, Dane. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. So about, about six weeks ago, roughly, at... Um, I think it was about the start of lockdown 2.0. Uh, I was, I just felt like I needed a goal of some kind, uh, a race goal. And I, we've got a Facebook group message, uh, messenger going, and it's been going for a while. And I contacted you guys and I came up with this idea of what about we put on a 50 kilometer race between us four and um and i just sort of put the feelers out to see if you were keen and uh yeah surprise surprise you guys yeah you were keen so um what why were you interested dion um well thanks for having me on but um yeah the 50k record is something that i've been actually i've been keen on it for a while um that's the australian record yeah the record because um, I used to have the six-hour track record, um, but then that got taken off me the year after I got it. Um, and and I was going to do the Canberra race this year, the 50K, and go for the record. But obviously with COVID, um, that was um, taken off the table. So, um, yeah, I just really wanted to have a crack. And then obviously um, this lockdown has been tough and a lot harder than... I guess most of us had expected. So to have that goal, like you sort of outlined uh, earlier, it's definitely helping to stay motivated and, um, you know, coming to 
get out of the one hour runs and now back up to two hours as of this week. It's um, definitely been easier to uh, get the runs going and hopefully we can get that 50k record at least one of us or maybe most of us go under the previous record, the current record. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell us a bit more about yourself, Dion. Um, like my introduction was pretty brief. Um, give uh, listeners a bit more of an insight to your life. Okay. Yep. Um, I am a um, like I am a massage therapist at uh, Bayside Sports Medicine Group, and I am the head coach with the Vault Run Club. I've done twelve one hundred k races previously, and I've done one of them on the track as well. So definitely got the laps <laughs> on the track under um, from experience. But um, yeah, I've got a marathon 221 and um actually i'm pretty happy i've got a 401 for my 1500 so um you know it's not all just long distances i like doing all kinds of distances um and and i think also working with the athletes that i'm coaching um for me to try and achieve things i feel like can help inspire or at least keep others accountable as well so um, I really get a lot of motivation to continually improve myself by trying to help others. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nice, nice. Now, um, we've set a bit of a date for this 50K race. Um, we've uh, set the 29th of November um, as, the, as the date. So we've got 10 weeks. Um, John, John, um, introduce yourself a little bit more to the listeners and why were you keen um, to participate in it and, and jump on board? Well, thanks for having me, Dane. Um, yes, I'm John and I'm a plaster by trade. I've just moved to Gembrook and I've previously tried to run the Australian 50k record in Canberra in 2015. So when you mentioned about the 50k challenge I was definitely up for it so um goal is definitely to try and get close to that if not break it um and yeah we all need motivation right now and it's coming a perfect time nice and um just to give listeners a bit of a context um what is the record uh it is 253.47 and it's held by Mark Tucker um, you said that well, I think twelve years ago now, so it's definitely yeah, long enough. Yeah. To time one of us broke it, I think. Yep. Now I'm already getting excited. Um, apples. Um, what what made you keen and interested in jumping on board? Uh, Dana, I'm I'm open to any challenge, really, uh, to to a degree. But this one was nice because. Uh, well, we haven't had anything really, and I haven't raced since um, 2019, so I'm like hanging out for something to test my fitness and to do something with you guys. We've trained a lot together for previous marathons, and um, sounds like a really cool project, if anything else. And uh, and to have a have an attack at a national record is always interesting. So you know, I'm keen to see what my body can do, but also what the three of us can do. So, oh, four of us, sorry, four of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, like... counting skills on. <laughs> yeah, it is school holidays right now, so see you later, numbers. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, t- um, tell listeners a bit more about um, 
I suppose your your past and your um, what you do with yourself and your running history. All right, yeah, um, three decades I've been in the sport, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling I'm still motivated, still excited, but um, I've gone from yeah, your traditional little athletics as a six year old all the way up through to the senior ranks and in and out of injuries, but um, yeah, I'm loving it. But always a runner, so. Um, I'm keen to see also where I can go still, even in my mid thirties, but, um, father of two and a primary school teacher. So that keeps me very busy and makes training time slots, um, very specific. So yeah, nice. we'll and see how this, we'll see how this build up goes. Yeah. I mean, and even if it all goes pear shaped, it's just an excuse to catch up each week on zoom, um, which I think is important um, during this time anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I think um, it's going to be great to catch up weekly and debrief and talk about how training's gone and um, just give us a bit more routine and structure and something to get excited about, a goal, a reason to get out the door. Um, the main yeah. thing for us, I think I can say for all four of us, is accountability, making... Yep. Uh, you know, we've got purpose to our training now for, for the next 10 weeks and we're all, um, you know, on each, not on each other's backs, but we're, we're there to support each other and we want the best. And we can only do that if we are making sure we're doing the, you know, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. So I know I'll be aiming to get to bed a little earlier than midnight tonight because of it. So um, <laughs> thanks for having me a part of this. Yeah, well, it's worked. It's worked well in the past um, when we've had a group message um going it's almost um it's it's worked well in the past when you you and Dion were going towards the Tokyo marathon and um yeah I, I know when um yeah Johnny and I did two bays and um yeah Gold Coast marathon um so yeah I think there's something in it like just saying what your goal is and and then making it making it known um a, a few people will probably be listening to this so um yeah now there's more impetus to to keep going um and yeah um so i suppose what i wanted to go on to next um was uh so far with stage two lockdown um i think that kicks into gear roughly november the 22nd um and i think that's when we're allowed to have events of 50 so that's half the reason why we've sort of picked uh that date at the end of November. And then also, um, I know it coincides with an event that uh, Tyler Andrews, a US ultra runner has organized. Um, so it's the virtual unofficial world 50K champs, uh, which uh, is gonna replace the actual uh, IAU world champs that didn't get held this year. So um, we'll make sure that um, we're all registered for that. Um, uh, I suppose what I wanted to go on to next, because I suppose this ex episode is just good to introduce us all to the listeners. Um, uh, I, I want to go into probably the training of each of you guys uh, over the, the course of lockdown and, and your struggles and and how you've managed to, to keep, keep the ball rolling. Um, yeah, Johnny, um, how, how have you gone? Um, yeah, I reckon like everyone else in lockdown, it's been very much up and down. It's some days you feel great and others you just 
can't be bothered at all, I think. So, yeah, training, training's gone good. It's gone bad and just try to not dwell on it too many days. Like if I had a bad day, I just got over it and I've sort of bounced between 30K weeks, 100K weeks and just like everyone else, just ticking down till we're out of this lockdown, I think. Yep. And you've just moved house? Uh, yeah, I've recently in the last week moved house too, so that's sort of thrown up a whole another set of issues with training and um, trying to homeschool um, sort of kinder kid and two kids at home or a wife's a school teacher. So, yeah, it's, um, it's been interesting. And where do you reckon your fitness is at the moment? Um, <laughs> this, this past week's been quite tiring. Now that we can do two hours a day, we sort of all jumped in head first and um, probably all feeling a bit more fatigued than what we were. But um, I don't know. I'm, it's good that we've still got 10 weeks. Um, probably sort of 50K shape. I wouldn't be under three hours at this stage. So got a bit of work to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're all in a similar boat. Um, I think we, like yesterday we were um, actually just um, messaging each other and I think we all predicted our current form to be over three hours. Uh, Dion, how have you gone? Um, yeah, it's been definitely been tough with this uh, stage four lockdown being to the one hour a day, um, which every day I've gone out for one hour, um, haven't gone to any less. And um, there might've been like a, a couple of days on the last week or something where I went for like an extra half hour. But um, otherwise it's been pretty, um, limited training and I've tried to put a lot of, you know, speed into my one hour runs. And so, you know, doing lots of like 17, 17 a bit K in, in the hour. So, you know, maybe every now and then doing some warm up and cool down in the driveway before I go out for my runs. Um, so I've been about the 105, 112Ks per week for the six weeks. Um, and then this week, being able to have the two hours, the first day I did um, an hour 20 in the morning and then 40 minutes in the afternoon. And I was, you know, it just sort of from there put um, the trend on for like just being constantly fatigued all week. So um, it'll be interesting for the next uh, 10 weeks or so. I'm definitely, you know, 305, 310 kind of 50K shape. Um, but I would assume I would go out a bit quicker and probably blow up because I just don't have that stamina to to go on. Yep. And and um, how have you coped with the the five k radius? Um, yeah. Aspect with training. Well, I guess I'm I'm lucky that I live in a, like a, a nice area where there's like I've got a lot of access to running along the coastline on, along the beach. Um, but I don't have any, I don't have a track. I don't really have like a, a closed, you know, circuit for sessions or anything like that. I've got some grass ovals, but over winter, they've all been pretty wet and slippery. So they haven't been good for speed. Um, so I've just been running along the road um, with the cars and stuff, just along the streets and doing fast stuff along there. And, and you know, sometimes along the beach as well. But um, yeah, the radius, um, you know, I, I guess there's only so far that you can get in, in the hour. So I haven't been um, restricted by where I 
can go in terms of within an hour, but yeah, not being able to go anywhere different, that's definitely um, been challenging. I don't live anywhere near hills, so it's just been all flat running and concrete. Yep. And Apples, you've had a bit of a knee niggle the last couple of weeks. How's that? Yeah, look, it's, um, well, I'll be honest, it's been manageable. It's been ongoing since probably April, I think. Um, just a little niggle from post, uh, post hip issue from Tokyo 2019. And then 2019 was a pretty up and down year. And over the 2019, 2020 summer, I, um, invested in a, uh, a smart trainer, a bike trainer. So keen on bike riding as well, um, or at least keen of the idea, um, not so much of the time. But um, so I got onto that pretty heavily while running was low. Uh, and that that kind of just kicked me out of this hip issue, something with whether it was the time and the, the actual exercise itself and the specific um, strength component of the cycling. Um, it made my hip feel a lot better and so I was doing 200k weeks on the bike and anyway once you once you go down that road the competitive nature um came out and then I started doing races and started to fit, think like I was a, a runner in a cycling race and I'll go for home with a k to go and wonder why everyone's coming past me with like 200 to go anyway uh, one of those um races I think just cooked the quads and cooked my knee and um then I've been managing it and when I say managing it, it's been really mild but um through the stage four lockdown it kind of wasn't getting any better and i'm like i've got to stop now um and anyway so two weeks ago i just um i took basically the last two weeks where i've reduced mileage and um i've been hitting the rehab really extensively and doing most of the right things which has been great and uh so that's where i'm at um covid for me was motivating at first and then um and then draining towards the end like i'm sure most of our listeners are at and i was in that probably 90 to 100k per week so i've been really happy with the consistency since march april um and before lockdown i was you know 130 to 150k weeks um so we'll see end of term for me uh which was a little bit more stressful than I anticipated, but now that we're on holidays, I can use the two hours fully and um, hopefully, yeah, build some good fitness back up. Now, boys, um, where have we decided to, um, at the moment, like obviously um, uh, sanctioning, like finding a, an appropriate course um, is going to be hard in the current sort of COVID-19 climate, I, I think, but um where have we thought that it's probably going to be most likely held i would like to put my hand up for box hill athletics track yeah seems to be the home of fast times um, and i know from my early days as a junior there was some good pbs there and the 10k national records there so <laughs> what do you guys think yeah i'm happy for box hill i mean I, i've had a couple of years running for box hill and done a, a a whole bunch of sessions there so i know it well and um, have run some good times there either in races or sessions so yeah um, and i know that it's got a nice grandstand which you know doesn't even have to have people there but like it can at least block some wind um yeah it's a good it's a good track nice we um i guess before we go on we we haven't asked any of the tracks yet <laughs> i just realized just that 
<laughs> yeah, we are throwing out ideas here. Um, but th these are our thoughts, obviously, as we move through the next 10 weeks. What about you, we David? We will ask eventually. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll reach out to, um, uh, yeah, Box Hill Athletics Club. I think Sunday morning, like, um, it should be okay. Well, we'll have to we'll have to check. Um, but yeah, I reckon. Um, yeah, that that sounds like a great a great track. Um, and we thought probably on an ass track uh, because it's just going to be easier to to ratify the the record if one of us does it. Um, and you know, if we had a Garmin sort of course, um, there's always going to be question marks. So um but it's going to be very repetitive like what, what what's it it's about 125 laps isn't it dion uh 125 is for 100k i think so it would be yeah no. yeah so no, you're right on the 125 laps 25 yeah 125 just let that sink in for a bit <laughs> <laughs> the beauty is though that it, it becomes um like we're, we're hoping to create a bit of a spectacle um a bit of an event where people if all goes well we can have live streaming um some some mcs hosting we'll yep. have access to drinks every two or 400 meters um we won't yeah yeah so i think that the pros definitely are outweighing the cons at the moment yeah given that we don't have flexibility with any other events being open or being able to lock down roads for a nice 5k loop and things like that. So, um, yeah, 125 doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> We're going to have to have some good music. Yeah, definitely get some good music. So if one of you guys went to the toilet or walked a lap to get a drink or something, and then, you know, you caught back on the next lap, it's, you know, we're still all together, even though the distance might be different. Um, yeah, that's very yeah, good point. Be, yeah. So we can really keep each other accountable in that way that, um, you know, even if one of us aren't having a great run, you know, you can be like, you know, keep going and you know, we can always encourage each other, which is um, even if you're like 5Ks behind, you can still communicate with, with each other. So I think that's really um, helpful. And, and it's really underrated how significant that can be during a race. Sorry, I remember Tokyo down at about the 41k mark. Yeah, <laughs> you went past me. You was flying. <laughs> We're gonna need some pretty um, uh, on the ball uh, lap counters. Yeah, might need yep. to sub a few people in. <laughs> but it'd be good to get some people there if everything goes well as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully restrictions ease so we can put it on. Yeah, if restrictions ease, like hopefully we can have about 50 people there and if we can get a live stream and and you, and JD, you, you've reached out to, is it the Run run Chat boys? Run and Chats. Run and Chats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pete and Nate, the Run and Chats, are, they're really keen to come down to MC and they've almost got a bit of a cult following going themselves, I think. So everyone, um, if we can get people there, they're going to love it. Yeah, nice. I'm just on the, um, the the Vic website, the Department of Health and Human Services, and it says here that from that date in November, there are no exercise restrictions, facilities open subject to safety measures, 
um, organised contact sports resumed for all ages, uh, limitations for spectators. So that's boding well for us um, if if they're talking about contact sports and here we are hoping to do something for, you know, five to six people with that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's great. And super shoes? Are we all going to go super shoes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> that's what's in the closet at the moment. That's fine. We might all have a different one each. What are you going to go, Dion? I've got the um, Rocket X. They're not really released yet, but um, I've had them for a few months now. So it's what the hockey guys wore at the Olympic trials in the States as well. So, yeah, they're really they're a lot better than the Carbon X too. Lighter, yeah. Apples. Um, I've got a set of uh, KT twenty sixes from uh, the early nineties. I think still kicking. So. <laughs> I think my dad handed me. No, no, no. I'm joking. I'm gonna. What uh, are they? <laughs> no, I'll go. Uh, at the moment, I've got the next percents. So um, I'm still rocking a pair of four percenters from Tokyo, and then. In Melbourne last year, which is still good for probably the training, but it'll be between that four percent or the um the next percents. And and um and you, could, yeah, you I've got some next percents, um some new ones actually. Uh, the current set of colours, um I think they were meant for Tokyo. Uh, you got the Tokyo colourway. Yeah. Yep. Um. So that that should be good. Um, nice. I've gone the black um colourway. So. At least we'll be able to tell the difference between us while we're out there on the track. <laughs> oh, his size is different. Um, no one's going for the Brockney shoes. Well, what are you going, Johnny? You've got Brooks, don't you? Uh, yeah, I've got the, hopefully, the Brooks Hyperion Elite 2. Hopefully, I'll have them beforehand. Yeah. I should be getting them. So, which, um, yeah, it should be faster than all you guys' shoes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Luckily, the shoes the shoes don't make a difference at all. They say. <laughs> no, not at yeah. all. Like, like you were saying. Chogi, yeah, that's right. You were saying about the the Sockenies. That one's got Sockenies or um, New Balance. Well, no. I was. You know how they came up with the rules? If it's a track race, um, you have to be um, under twenty five mil stack height. Yep. So uh, about a month ago, we, we did a little bit of a re reading of the rules and we might be okay, wasn't it, Johnny? Uh, yeah, uh, what I found was the rule will be enforced from the 1st of December. Yeah. So they're giving everyone a chance to, um, I don't know, to find new shoes to wear, I guess. Transition. The main, the main thing will be whether our, you know, the governing body will uh, ratify a record if, if we were fortunate enough to get it. Um, yeah. Is that right? Is that my understanding? Like it's still up to their discretion? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. It's, it's always been a great isn't it? Yeah. Well, what was that, Dion? It would need to be certified at least before the start of the race or, or have somebody there to acknowledge it, um, to officially measure it in a way. Um, yeah. So, what, does anyone have a backup plan if, um, if we have to go lower? 
I love lollies. That's what I've got. Well, you can wear that. Um, Asics have got the meta braces. That's the only um, shoe that you can, with a plate, I guess. Otherwise, you just wear thongs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Meta races would be the, the next one to go to, unless there's miraculously something that comes out in the next month, which we know is not going to happen. So, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. part of me is like, you know, we're in this for the challenge and and uh, motivating each other and whatever the outcome is, it is. But uh, then. If there's some eyes that need dotting, sorry, some yeah eyes that need dotting and T's need crossing that we've missed, yeah, then that'll be pretty disappointing. So, I guess in the next couple of weeks we want to start communicating with um, the key stakeholders, don't we? Yeah, yeah. I suppose yeah. yeah, it was just good to get this first episode up and running because it sort of it makes you, I don't know, start acting upon Thanks a few of those really. things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and look, I don't know about you, but I'm happy to pay an entry fee if we need to hire a yeah. uh, AV or an AA um, person. Yeah, yeah, um, some kind of official to... Official, thank you for the yeah. right terminology. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we'll have to contact Aura, uh, the ultra-running body as well. Um, yep. It depends on, you know, if we have to say we're going for the record beforehand or whatnot. Yep. As well. And make sure we're members with Aura too. That'll definitely help. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, obviously, it, um, none of this matters if um, we don't get the record. So, I mean, we, but it, it's just good to make it a possibility because um, then I guess we're, um, yeah, shooting, keeping it alive. Yeah, keeping the chance alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, which makes it fun. Um, well, yeah. if we, uh, I and, guess, and to put it into perspective for our listeners, we're, you know, we're hoping that we'll be rolling through, when I say rolling, it's going to hurt, but rolling through the marathon split around the 224, so 72-minute halves, um, 224, and then if you have a, a grace period of 330s for the last 8K, um, I think that brings you at 250, give or take. So, um, yeah, so it's it's within our reach, I guess, that's the... That's the point I'm making. Yeah. It's not yeah. it's not like we're going for the five K national record, which we all um, know when we're not in, <laughs> in a position to and you know, hats off to Mottram. Yeah. But um yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, that's spot on. Actually I heard um Ty, um Tyler Andrews talk about it and about a fifty K race and he, he sort of treats it as an eight K warm up and then he gets through the 8k and then he's like, Oh, I've just got a marathon to go. And, um, yeah, which I, I, don't, I think it's a pretty nice way to look at it because, um, it's better than, better than having the 8k drag on at the end. It's nice to yeah. get the 8k done first. Like yeah. yeah. And then um, even if you get to 8k, you're, you're like, yeah. And if you're like, Oh, I've done a 224 or 225 marathon, uh, before it, it makes it a bit more realistic. I had the thought on today's run that we um, we get someone who's got the lap counter, and I think that the greatest number on there is 25, isn't it? So we just roll through that five times, and that gives us um, yeah. keeps the lap counter lap counters accountable, but also keeps us motivated too. You know, counting down each each 10k split. Yep. We don't 
We don't want to count down each lap. <laughs> no <be> way. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. they can just turn it to the side so that we can't see it. Uh, yeah. keep, keep it for the viewers. <laughs> That'll and, make and it feel a long way if we counted every and, lap. And apples, um, with the restrictions, um, what happens from sort of the end of October if we're on track? Like, do we, are we still sticking to two hours or can we train uh, longer, longer? So that's, that's the third step. Um, so just bear with me for a second. I'll bring it up. Do you have a treadmill, Johnny? Do I? Yeah. Nah, nah. I'll, I'm hoping that we can start doing some three-hour long runs <laughs> towards towards yeah. race day. Because um, yeah, I, I, when I last trained for 50k, I did some of them, and they come in handy. Just not not having the marathon as a the marathon distance is a sort of a bit of a fear factor. Like if you train past that, then you it's just another distance marker, really. So yeah. if we can do some three-hour long runs, we're we're in a good spot. What else did you find quite useful in in your past build-up? Um, you you just got to be prepared that each day you got to be tired, like you got to have that sort of fatigue in the legs and especially like every every Sunday when you do your long run, you're getting up two, two and a half hours, three hours. You, you're training for that back end. Like you're not training for 35K to 42 anymore. You're training for 45 to 50. So you just got to be prepared to be patient as well, even more so than the marathon. Yeah. So just looking at uh, the third step, which is end of October, and if numbers are down below the, um, I think, the 14 mark, so don't quote me on that one, but it says here that there are no time limits on the time of day you can leave the house and there are no limits on distance. Oh, this is just for regional Victoria at the moment, but I'm assuming that regional Victoria stage through or step three would be the same as our step three when we eventually go into it. So, um, look, this is just a very brief scan over. So we'll know more in October anyway, if numbers are continuing to um, descend as they are at the moment, then, you know, it's, it's all looking boding well for us anyway. Yeah. To be able to run together. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be really good. (laughs) The, The other thing was, um, Clary McIntyre, um, a good friend of ours, um, he's also uh, volunteered. I'll have to touch base with him again. So that's another moving part that we have to um, <laughs> just uh, yeah clarify as we get closer. But he, he said he'd be keen to pace us um, till 25K or thereabouts. Um, so I'll just have to check that he's still on board for that. Yeah, nice. And then JD takes over for the next 20. Yeah. <laughs> and then kicks it down with five to go. <laughs> and Dion, with, with, with some of the stuff that you've done on the track, like obviously 100K, um, how did you find it? Like, did you get sore at all? Like, I, I remember um, when Josh Harris did a 30K around the track and got the Australian record. Uh, I don't think he could run for a few weeks after that because of ITV trouble. Um, did you get anything like that just from, you know, going around in circles for seven hours? Um, no, to be honest. 
Um, both, <laughs> I did that six hours on the track and then I, I, I did 100k on the track and each time, uh, I think we changed directions every three hours. But besides that, like, I didn't have... Um, so if you were, like, 200 metres into the lap, you finished that lap and then just turned the other way. Um, but otherwise, like, I've never had any issues really from the track. It's a bit tight in, like, the TFL hip flexor kind of thing. Um, but no... Why call you loco? <laughs> no One of the many reasons why you're loco. Just locomotive, yeah. boom. <laughs> He's got... Um... And, uh, I guess, like, I, you know... We're not running as fast as what Josh Harris was, was running for 30K. Like, we're running a bit slower, so, like, we can really work with our bodies to try and find something that's a bit more sustainable as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you do have really strong legs, like tree trunks. Yeah, they're probably even a bit bigger at the moment. I've been doing <laughs> a lot of gym work at home, and I've put on some upper body weight as well. Like, I've got some shoulders and some pecs at the moment, so... <laughs> um, yeah, I'm getting like really tired arms while I'm running as well. So I've got to, um, got to keep up the gym as well. Well, same here, buddy. Same here. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with that um, intro episode. Um, was there anything else anyone wanted to add? Um, yeah, I'm just going to outsprint John in the last, you know, probably 50Ks. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking about it every day this week as I've been running. I thought Dion would come down to the last lap and you'd be leading and then you'd hear the bell and then I'd pass you in the last hundred. <laughs> yeah, but don't forget you would have only had eight, uh, 48 Ks in the, and I would have been on the 50th. <laughs> Love the banter. I think I think we just have to come down to who's got the best five k and ten k, and then go off that, and then it'll be fine. <laughs> because it's so um, so uh, transitional to the to the marathon and fifty k, isn't it? Yes. Well, it's yeah. on the track. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and actually, you will one thing um, you will probably find I did with the fifty k training. Your five and ten k will. You'll be running pretty quick for them too. Just the strength you'll gain from this sort of training. It's um, I ran 5k PB at the start of 50k training, so um, yeah, nice. yeah, we'll see. Yeah, just the cardiovascular well, fitness. Yeah, hopefully yeah, our just the... expand and we were able to um, train in different locations. That's the one thing that I've been. I'm not struggling. Yeah, probably struggling with is I don't have anywhere flat to run except for the um, the grass track. And while that's great, mm -hmm. it hasn't given me a test of where I'm at. If I wanted to do like a 5k on the on the roads or whatever, um, everything's all hilly fartleks and hilly tempos, and then track on the nice grass track. But um, yeah, we'll be able to. I guess for those who don't know, John's going to be no John. You live like seven k's from where I do, so we'll be able to meet up and do a lot of training, but um, we uh, we use Casey Fields a lot for our Tokyo and and Canberra prep, so we'll probably be back down there, hopefully, in yeah. October. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Um, yeah, no, it's, I'm excited. Um, and I'm just great. It's great that we've got the ball rolling, and um, yeah, I'm wrapped that all you guys are on board because that's what I've been missing um, over the last few months is just something 
something to build towards and something that feels like it's actually real and it's actually going to go ahead. I mean, there's still a lot of water to go under the bridge um, and we've got to hopefully everything goes our way with restrictions. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I think um, it sounds funny that I'm actually excited for a 50K on the track, but um, yeah, I think it's just the whole concept. And yeah, um, yeah I can't see any other races um, uh, coming around uh, anytime soon. So it just um, makes sense. And I think this is, if, if anyone's listening to this, I think they should be inspired um, to do something similar, um, you know, uh, with their own friends. And uh, yeah. Yeah, my wife agrees too. She no. just gave me the big thumbs up that she wants to do something similar. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not 50K, but... Um, just no, big thumbs down from her. She's like, no way. Why would anyone want to do that? Like, that's right. People do. We're all mad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the good thing also, like another good thing is we're all mates and um, we'll do whatever we can to help each other out. But as soon as we get into that racing mode, um, <laughs> we're respectful, but, you know, we don't want to be second, third or fourth, you know. So <laughs> it's it's that oh, motivation. We don't <laughs> yeah, we want to one up each other. So the training is going to be on point. Yeah, you know the one percenters are going to be yep. there, um, and that's what we need for for this current situation. So, um, and it's a nice, it's a novelty as well about it as well. It's yeah, it's not. If this was a marathon, would be, would be, we're, we're going to be focused still. But it's, um, I don't know, there's something about marathoning that just takes your focus a bit more and you put all this effort in and hope um hope it goes to plan so hopefully we can enjoy ourselves out there as well yeah i know yeah. it's something that's made me excited because if, if this was just another 5k sort of hit out i don't think i'd be as excited um yeah i think there's something um different about the whole challenge um so i've done a lot of 5ks we've all done a lot of 5ks um, i think we just needed something different the unknown yeah, is I think, the, yeah. I think with the 50k it's something that you know you can't do that often it's a it's a big distance to do so it sort of demands your respect um and i think you know getting through to the, the 50k and say like we can get to the start in you know fit shape like um you know that is a big challenge and and i think that that you know it really commands your um attention your respect and um, you know, we've got to be diligent to, you know, we can't just be complacent and stay home and, and not exercise. So it, it does um, require us to go for our training and then not skip anything. Yeah, exactly. And I know for me, um, like I'm, I've been down on the track, just running laps, running barefoot laps, um, doing whatever I can to just start the ball rolling with getting used to getting my body used to um, turning left, just turning left. So, you know, this, it, it commands your attention and it's the uncertainty of what it's going to be like. I know for three of us, we haven't done something like this, whereas Dion, you have. So, um, you know, that little ace is in your sleeve, but uh, yeah, we've got to do everything we can to make it to replicate what it's going to feel somewhat like on on race day so exciting Any tips? Yeah. okay um practice your fueling you need uh, to take yeah. on take on drinks and stuff and like even practicing 
a, a long run on the track where you're like picking up cups off a table or someone passing you a cup, um, you know, that's going to be pretty valuable or at least knowing how you're going to go, like if you need to go to the toilet or something like that. Some great advice. Anything <laughs> else? Feel free to throw it our way, okay? <laughs> Keep your long runs at about 10K and then I'll do the rest. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I reckon this is going to be exciting. So every every week, let's catch up like this. And um, yeah, I think, I think we'll just go over our training, our week that was. And yeah, I hope others find it interesting and, and interesting to follow. Um, but I think, um, I think it, it's going to be good for us because we've got a goal, but then I think a lot of people can be inspired from it too. And, um, I think it can only be good. Like there can only be good stuff that come from this. So, um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, it, we get to, uh, our listeners get to track how we go through actually organizing an event in this current climate. Like it's, it's not normal. Um, so how are we going to go about it? Are we successful? What hurdles do we face? Um, all that kind of stuff. So it'll be live every, every week yeah. really of yeah. the update. And will it, will it get off the ground? And will it actually happen? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There's so many unknowns at the moment still. And, uh, hopefully my internet's better next week. <laughs> you are all right today, weren't you? Tonight? Yeah, you've done well. Uh, I've had to sign in. I had to sign back in about five times, but no, not too bad. I didn't even notice. A few more potatoes, few more potatoes in that um, in that cooker just to get the internet working, and you'd be right. <laughs> That's it for the king of Jembrook. Anything's yeah. possible. The king of the <laughs> self-appointed king of Jembrook. What have you been there? Two weeks. <laughs> uh, eight days. Eight days. <laughs> you know, you know Michael Ferrito from um, North Melbourne. He's True blue Jembrookian. Uh, yeah, I wonder yeah. if he's still around these parts. Uh, he has been in and out, yeah, but uh, there you go. It takes 25 years before you become a local, so <laughs> just remember that. Uh, it depends. Strava will probably say different. <laughs> oh, local legend. <laughs> <laughs> you can have your Strava. I'll have the, I'll have the track time. <laughs> Fingers I'll, crossed. I'll see you on the border. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, boys. I'm rounding it up. Well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We'll chat next yeah, awesome. week. Yeah, we'll do. I don't know what you're going to do with an outro on that one, whether you're just going to cut it. <laughs> now I'm going to cut it right now. <laughs> <Fantastic>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Happy training. Happy training, yeah. boys. All right. Oh, yeah. guys. Good luck, guys. See you and thanks for getting this under, yeah. under uh, sorry. Thanks for getting this on the go, Dano. Getting it going. So. No, no. I, I'm happy that you guys are on board too. Like you could easily have said, "Oh, what are you talking about? That's a shocking idea." <laughs> um, so. Well, it is a shocking idea, but I'm keen to support you. So. <laughs> 125 laps on the we track. To, we just want to get to the end and then say it was a bad idea. Nah, something to do. Something to do in this time. Yeah, why not? That's it. All right, night, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Have a good week, guys. Enjoy. Go to sleep early, Craig. Okay.